So there's been quite a journey from where we were at the start of the, the prayer time in the, the church earlier. The journey from the burning bush at Horeb to Pharaoh's palace in Egypt, through the wilderness, past the mountain again, reaching the edge of the Jordan, getting ready to enter the promised land. The promise is becoming fulfilled. The promise that has actually been there for more than 400 years because it was a land promised way, way back many centuries ago. You know, as the song goes in Joseph. Now, They've been on this journey. It's been a lengthy journey. And there have been challenges on the way. There's been all the discussion with the leaders of the tribes. There's been the toing and froing with Pharaoh. All the plagues that have been there. Saying, well, well maybe you can go. Maybe not. Let's just keep you there until it came to the Passover. That ultimate calamity or that ultimate victory, depending on how you view it. Depending on whether you're an Egyptian or whether you were one of those Israelites that ate the meal with the cloaks on and the staff in the hand and that cloak tucked up in the belt, ready to go. And they fled. But as they fled, the journey became hard. They became mourning travellers. They forgot about past miracles. A sea blocking the path. And then that out the way, lack of food to eat. And that conquered lack of water. Idol worship, disobedience, fraternisation with the enemy comes into it too. So much more. Who would have thought that journey would have lasted 40 weeks, let alone 40 years? But that's what happens. Their disobedience, their moaning, their muttering, their golden calf. It delays them and delays them and delays them until those original people, those people that Moses went to and said, come on, we're going. Until those people were no longer there. And it was their children who remained. Now the promised land awaits. It's just the other side of the river. That's all they have to do. They just have to cross over. And it's a huge area. A huge area for the tribes to occupy. Every type of land is within it. It goes from the mountains down to the sea. The sea in the west, the great sea, the, the Mediterranean, if you've got a newer translation. Even a newer version of the NIV. 
it's got desert and it's got pasture. It's got wilderness and it's got that fertile area that's well watered. Everything is there, room for everyone. Each tribe can have its place. The Lord provides for every need on arrival, just as he did on the journey. But remember, that was a difficult journey. A journey of disobedient people who kept facing issues and not trusting that God is with them. And so the message is given to Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and courageous. Now, if somebody's telling you to be strong and courageous, you don't think it's got to be an easy ride, do you? It doesn't give that message. It sort of says, why? Why are you saying this to me? Why are you saying be strong? Am I too weak? Why are you saying be courageous? Does that mean I'm going to face a great challenge? And they will. They will go into that land. But they will face a great challenge. As they occupy that land, it's not straight away that they take full possession of it, is it? It's not until the time of King David that they actually take full possession of it when they, they finally um, oust the Jebusites from Jerusalem. You know, that's a long way down the line. You have to get all the way through judges before you get there, let alone the first of the kings. It's a difficult journey they've been on and it's a difficult time ahead. But being strong and courageous isn't the only message that's getting repeated here in the text. There's something else that appears and appears and appears. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. The Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Wherever you go in that land, the Lord's got to be with you. You might be facing enormous struggles that you have to be strong and courageous to get through. You might think, well, I might as well give in. But this is the promised land. This is the land that has been talked of. The children have been told of by their parents and their grandparents and their great grandparents <coughs> and so on. The message has been passed down. The land is theirs. And the Lord. Your God will be with you when you enter that land. Such assurance is needed to counter all those difficulties on, that they'd faced on the journey. All those times that the people said, 
weren't there any graves in Egypt? Couldn't we just have stayed there? It's nice and comfy back in Egypt. They've done the journey. And they got bogged down many times. But now they're at the promised land. And at the promised land there will be new people. New people will be encountered. People of different faiths, different backgrounds. But where their thoughts and their actions go against God, the wrong needs to be rejected. The Israelites are God's people. God is with them. They have to be strong and courageous in what they say and what they do. We've spent this afternoon as a church praying, looking up to the God who is our Heavenly Father, to the Son who is the Servant King, and the Spirit who constantly pours his blessing upon us until we are full beyond overflowing. This God has made us in his image. That's not about the number of limbs that we have, how many heads, how many ears. It's about having the capacity to be creative, to have love for the planet, to have love and compassion for all people. It's to be his people that God called Abraham and blessed him with a family. It's to be his people that the children of Abraham, the children of Jacob, are called out from Egypt to go and be in the promised land. As New Testament people, it is to be his people that we are forgiven and promised new life. People who are adopted into the royal family, who will one day inhabit heaven. We'll sit at the heavenly banquet. But it is also as his people that he sends us out to the ends of the earth. And this is the promised land that he gives us. Not always flowing with milk and honey. But a land filled with people. <coughs> people who are maybe broken. People who don't know and maybe even reject God. People are quite different from us. Though, of course, in reality, each one of us is different from each other 
even within the family of God. We become the royal family to be the people that go out and seek and reveal signs of the coming kingdom. And on that journey, we are to be strong and courageous. And we should remember that God is with us. That he loves us. For Moses, there was a range of different miracles that happened that revealed to the Israelites that God was present. For Joshua, as they come to the edge of the promised land, there, there was another great miracle, one that would remind them of some time earlier, 40 years ago, an experience that their parents had had when the sea had been parted. The river Jordan stops flowing. At the right time, at the right place. As the priests walking ahead put their foot out, the river stops flowing. And dry land is there to walk on. The Lord goes ahead and is present 